Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, as you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. This is episode 22, and it is also episode two, where we're going to continue sucking liquid death's dick because they liked our reel today. They did. <laughs> I'm your host, Mike. I'm also Mike. And we got our boy in the fucking house. We got our boy Adrian. Well, what up? Harsh reality. Fucking hardcore front man extraordinaire. <laughs> There's a reason that his voice is shot today. It's because he's been doing a, a bunch of fucking heavy hardcore stuff that um, apparently me and Mike have not been doing. Well, maybe a little bit, but you know. Was one of them, was one of them like a house <clears throat> show? Yeah. Uh, Saturday. It was at The Void. It's called The Void. It's San Bernardino. How is that place? It's literally a little It's house. just a house? It's a house. Like, <laughs> but it's tight. Like, Wait, is it like garage, backyard, in no, the house? Living room. Living room? Yeah. It, what, do you remember, uh, we talked about, I think we talked about this before, but do you remember the mutant house in Chino? Yeah. <clears throat> it was like a chicken coop in the back of a house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it like that or is it like way, way, way nicer? Smaller. Really? <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Is there holes in walls and stuff or? I didn't see any. <laughs> There's like a bunch of like set lists of other bands that cross by. Every time somebody punches a hole in the wall, they just put a new set list. <laughs> <laughs> it's just paper flapping. Dude, what are the most like <laughs> drug? Like, okay, we stayed at this house. I won't throw any. Ah, yeah, this guy Josh. Anyway, whatever. We in Indiana, we stayed at their house, 
and uh, we stayed in the basement and there was like like the carpet was like crazy there's like all these different blocks of different carpet and none of us said anything and we saw and like we we're like talking whatever and then we see like the, we see the dog that they had goes and like squats and takes a piss and we're like oh just be on the carpet and then homeboy goes over with his knife <laughs> just cuts it, cuts it out cuts out the spot cleans the thing and then they get another piece they have, they have like a bunch of carpet that they just find what the fuck they just find carpet and they just keep it and then they just fill in, then they fill in the little hole dude that's <laughs> i feel like it'd be more beneficial to just train the dog right yeah but you think that yeah but you know <laughs> drugs are involved and it's, you know. that's that's fair that's fair um yeah so you guys you guys just got off of the show did did darson play with both of you guys they play or both shows saturday okay yes okay sick um so i guess we can we could we could use that jump back in time a little bit so i know that you two have known each other way longer i mean i've known you for a long time at this point Mm -hmm. right but i think you were like probably what fucking 10 years old when you first started going to nvr shows no, actually, I was... When When did I... I think it was like 06 or 04. It's one of those. Dang, 06. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that long ago. I remember... 10's um, an exa- exaggeration. Tiki Room, Pomona. <laughs> that was the first NVR show? I think that's my first time I've seen an NVR. Holy shit. And ever since that day, I followed him. <clears throat> that's crazy. That's, All the way. That's, I, I just always remember going to NBR shows... And before I even met you, I just remember you as the kid that was up front going, Sad Panda! <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, Adrian's here. <laughs> I'm a little, uh, a little hype, man. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing, though, you know? I was young. I had that energy. I try to keep up. <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't know, Adrian, he's a pretty quiet dude. I mean, once, if you, obviously if you know me, friends with him, he'll, he'll talk. I was emo, but he was very quiet, <laughs> very quiet. And I don't normally sound this gangster, no, but I'm like Batman. <laughs> and, and then I remember the first time he was just like, yeah, he's like, dude, I'm in, you know, I'm in a band now and I'm the, I'm the vocalist. I was like, Oh, sick. That's going to be interesting. And then I remember the first time I, I saw you guys play, I was like, what the fuck? He has the loudest scream. <laughs> Like the loudest scream ever. I was just like, I was like, how the fuck is it going And this after? was, was this, this was My Enemy's Hero? It was My Enemy's yeah. Hero Day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Damn. Yeah, I remember, I remember thinking the same thing. Like the first time I heard you scream, I was like, holy shit. Like this dude's way louder than what I'm doing. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and I think, I forget what video it is, but there's a video where you come up and I think you do Legacy or one of those songs. And like, you're... That's significantly louder. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, they cranked the they cranked the volume for, for his one. I don't know. So you're talking about chain right right messed up? Came in a little too early? You know what though, to be fair, everyone messes up on that. Everybody fucks up everyone the timing. Fu- everyone fucks it up. They yeah. forget that's it's the I got it the second time. Boom. Yeah. But, <clears throat> to be yeah. fair, um we talked about, you know, what songs would be sick for people to come up at the last NBR show for guest vocals. And he was like, legacy. And I was like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, not doing that one. (laughs) Yeah, you you all got me by surprise on that one. I was like, Adrian, let's go. I was like, like, bro, I haven't done vocals like in a month. (laughs) (laughs) But we're here now. We're here now. That was fun. Um, So I kind of want to talk about like, what what was it that got you 
into punk rock hardcore music like what was it that got you into basically into this scene well the thing is originally i was into like emo yeah i grew up in emo like straight up like are we talking like hawthorne heights silverstein senses yeah. fail shit like that okay. well like before like my brother my older brother mm -hmm. he's the one that like brought the whole music like in our house so like it'll be like classic rock like zeppelin and all that stuff yeah and then he, he listened to like um, Spanish rock. Yeah. Like Caifanes, Mana, and Cafe Tacuba, and all that. And then we went to the emo. Right. <clears throat> and then from emo, we went to like Screamo. Yeah. And then I went to Deathcore. And it just got heavier and heavier. And heavier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, heavier. <laughs> I didn't get into hardcore until like after high school. No, yeah, okay. Like I can admit that. That's fair. That, I mean, I, my. I was very ignorant. Yeah. And I'm like, Emo's my shit. Fuck off, like, <laughs> which is awesome to hear. I, I kind of had it. I had the same arc as you, kind of. Like, I, I got more into like classic rock, and you know, like I think I started with more emo shit than I did like punk rock and all that. So that's fair. But I'm <clears> honest. <throat> I'm not afraid. I used to be the I used to be the the gay emo scene <laughs> with my long hair. <laughs> No, not talking not, shit, just talking shit myself. How how far how far did you take it? Did you have like the color in your hair or Nah man, I wanted to. My mom would kill me though. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had the uh I had the red in the mohawk because everybody thought that I looked like Rufio. You grow up in the South, you're the only <laughs> Filipino kid. That's the only thing they can compare you to, you know what I mean? So I just kind of accepted it and put the red in my hair and yeah, it wasn't it was a it was definitely a phase mm -hmm. for me. I had uh, the peacock hair. The back spiked up in the front. Yes. And the bandana. Are there pictures of this? Probably. I mean, <laughs> if you dig, like if you dig for them. Oh man, that'd be amazing. I have one that one of my friends from high school. She recently sent to me, like last year, I think. She's like, never forget. <laughs> <laughs> never will. I love that stuff, dude. Like, I got no shame whatsoever. Like, like, so I am. Dude. Dude, any any chance that that we can that we could find to do a never forget, I think we have to do it. Like we, just, <laughs> we just have to we have to bask in the glory Dude, of the good old days. Because I definitely had those pictures too with the fucking hair in my you face. Look down and yeah. The, fucking, <laughs> the camera's up here, but you're looking <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, basically. You know? <laughs> I did. <laughs> so I feel like I had long hair, but my hair wasn't like pretty. I just looked, I just looked homeless, I guess. But I feel, but like I should, I knew better when I actually did have like <clears throat> the long straight hair, like the when I straightened like the, yeah, that thing. Did you? Do In the, my mind, I felt like I was, I looked like the middle Davey part. From a nah, I did like the side, like the. In my mind, I thought I looked like Davy from like AFI, like the goth days. <laughs> and In my mind, that's what I thought it looked like. I was like, I think it passes. No, it was not that. It did not look like that. <laughs> Looking back on it now. Yeah, these are I, the, the good old days. Yeah, when I had my long hair, though, I in my mind I thought I looked like Tim from Rise Against, like old Rise Against. Oh, okay, that's fair. Because I rocked the hat and yeah, but I didn't look like him. I didn't look. <laughs> I didn't look that cool. <laughs> I think there was definitely um, now. How old are you? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Okay. So you're right around the same like era as me, I guess. Where like back in those days. Uh, Boys didn't have uh, skinny jeans yet when we first got into this. We had girl pants. We had girl pants. So we'd have to go into like 
a wet seal or something like that, and you had to know what size and girl pants you wore. <laughs> you just went straight to the back, grabbed your size, <laughs> walked up to the front, and then just acted like you were buying it for your thick girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Little yeah, did they know. I would go in the fitting room and be like, does it make my ass look big? <laughs> I would only do that if we had girls shopping with us. And I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, now I don't look as bad. <laughs> but if I was by myself, I just my go buy it. <laughs> Mijo, turn around. <laughs> yeah, so I, I never, I can say that I never wore or bought girl jeans. Never. Never. But I did, I did have a hair straightener for like <laughs> a, cool, a cool second. Guilty. <laughs> nice. Nice. Was this, uh, was this the rocket days? Mm-hmm. Now, how, how long would you say on average that NBR would spend straightening their hair outside of the van during that era? I didn't feel like we took that long. Maybe Rick. <laughs> maybe Rick took the longest. But Oh, beautiful Rick. <laughs> beautiful, that's him. <laughs> I mean, I hope he watches this. <clears throat> he should watch we call, this. We call him, I, I, like to, I refer to him now because people call him handsome Rick. I call him hey, yo, moderately, moderately, moderately handsome, handsome. Rick. Um, yeah, no, I'd probably say he probably took the longest, but I don't know. I feel like we didn't spend that much time. Like we should have spent more time to look better. It's like, if you're going to do it, fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. You I don't think go we did out. that. <laughs> I don't think we, I don't know. I didn't think we looked pretty enough <laughs> during that time. <laughs> there was like certain pretty aspects of each of you. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I felt like enough was enough. And I just I was like, I'm wearing hats. I can't I can't keep up with this. <laughs> the weird part is now we all get more regular haircuts and focus more on being pretty now than we kind of ever did back then. Yeah, I'm spending way more money. I, I like I jokingly say like I got played because I went from just like shaving my head, not giving a fuck about my hair, yeah. and then I got free haircuts from my boy Brandon. And he's just like, dude, it's like just uh, as long as you like just post it on like so your social media and like, and it's all good. And I just tip him. Yeah. And then um, and and now I pay money like. <laughs> and now he's like, hey man, I uh, I own a shop, you know, uh, there's bills to pay here. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a slow rise. It's like 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 five dollar increments here. And like, yeah. No, but it's cool. I, I'm I feel like it's a it's a good investment, you know. Hell, if it was up to me, I'd be bald, but one, my barber don't let me. No, my barber straight up don't let me. Like Who, David? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, straight you're, not, up. you're not shaving your head. And I'm like, and two, I don't live in the the, clean, the the safest hoodies, like, or hoods, whatever. Yeah. So it but it ain't the most dangerous either, but. It doesn't benefit you to have a shaved head. I don't want to get banged on, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, that's uh, fair. I'm just trying to be a dad and shit, you know? Yeah. Man. So... <clears throat> All right, so after getting into punk rock, hardcore, or at least the rock and roll scene, whatever, um, you know, you start going to shows, you start, um, you start a band of your own, start playing music. I mean, like up up until this point, and then now, you're straight up dad life, dude, yeah. like working man, like dude. What, how was that? How was that switch? It's different. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie, like. It ain't the same, man. Like, <laughs> like my energy levels are like right here. Yeah, it used to be up here, and but it's fun. Yeah, I mean, 
I love being a dad. That's all I've ever wanted. Yeah, I feel you. And like, I had my fun when I was young. I, I remember just at, at one point in time, all of a sudden it's like, oh, Adrian's a, Adrian's a dad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then like, of course, like with all of our friends, like no matter who it is, we're always like, how are they going to be as a dad? <laughs> like, <laughs> how, how are they going to take this fatherhood thing? You know, but I mean, from what I see, dude, you're fucking handling hey, it. Honestly, I tell people all the time is like, you're nervous and that's, that's fine. Yeah. Like I was the same way. Yeah. You're going to make a lot of mistakes, but you're going to learn a lot of things. Yeah. Like you, you really learn patience. Dude, I can't. Even if you don't have it, you're going to learn it <laughs> one way, either the easy way or the hard way. Yeah. I got them both. I feel you on that. What's uh, what's something? Is there is there anything that like you thought like, uh, either at the beginning or even while it was happening, where something like I'm gonna do this different than like what I was raised with? Was there anything that you were like, I don't know what it is, but you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this different? Are you trying to say what was the cycle that you broke? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not even that negative thing. I never thought about that. <clears throat> Like, I wasn't like, my parents are strict. My dad, like, even to this day, like, he doesn't know how to show, like, love and affection to us. He's very prideful. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess to, like, if you, hearing that question now, if I want to say it to right now, today, that's my thing. It's like, nah, I love my kids. Like, I show her all the goddamn, like, all the love in the world. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I have to be a dad too. Like when I have to be strict on you and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I always tell my I always tell my kid I can be your best friend. I can be your worst enemy. It's up to you how yeah, you act. You choose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, you like you choose a side. Dude. Do you do you feel like um, because I, I for me it was kind of the same way. Like with my my dad, my dad's like one of my fucking best friends in the world. Um, but when I was younger, it like it wasn't like a there wasn't a ton of affection. There wasn't a ton of like, like I, I feel like, like I know I've known for forever that my dad loves me, but we don't ever say it to each other until like recently, you know, that I love you pops. Like, you know, like in the most masculine way possible or like, we'll see each other. We'll do like the, the embrace, like <laughs> love you pops and things like that whenever he's in town. But <clears throat> do you feel like when it came to being a dad and like with your kid, was it, easier to show that emotion or was it was it something that you had to like teach yourself how to do it was easier i guess yeah because like like i said i've always wanted to be a dad yeah so like i was like shitting bricks but at the same time i was excited yeah you know so i feel you on that man that's yeah. and like the first day she's born you carry her i'm like damn dude like that's where it hits yeah it's like did you cry Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So like, <laughs> if anyone says that they don't cry, they're full of shit. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now. They cry for my nieces, not even my kids. Dude, I, I already know. I the second I have a kid, I'm just gonna be like a like inconsolable fucking mess. But it is what it is. Hey man, <laughs> drop the pride. Grown men cry when you have to. Grown men cry. Who'd have thought? <laughs> <clears throat> Um, so we've kind of, we've jumped around. We've kind of done things backwards a little bit, but we, we didn't start with our mental health check. Oh yeah. Um, uh, let's go first. You Mike. Me? All right. Um, okay. So I feel, I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm doing well. I'm kind of in this, 
I feel like I feel like your message a couple of days ago kind of got me excited too because you were like, I don't even know what you said. You're something like, you're never gonna be 100 percent ready. Well, that, but no, you're also like, I'm in like this like fuck it mood and just like go for it kind of mood. Oh, that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it kind of it kind of like it kind of it kind of it got me like kind of motivated and and because uh, you know I last week I you know lost one of my aunts and I was sad. Um, and just other, like other small things going on, but, um, I don't know. I feel, I feel good. Um, I haven't been able to, I haven't been able to run like I want to, I, I'm going to have to tonight cause I have that show on Wednesday, which is like two days from now. Yeah. Um, but I have been, I have been singing. I did, I did do, uh, I did do like vocal stuff, like a legitimate, uh, vocal like preparation. Cause like since the no bragging rights show. Like I, I definitely, how I prepare for a no bragging rights set is completely different than how I prepare for a burner state set. And so I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking like, well, just treat them both like the same. I mean, you know, I'm not going to do like the, the stuff I do for like screaming, like getting that stuff, but everything else I'm like, I need to like have that same preparation. Yeah. Like I need it. <clears throat> and so, um, so I've been trying to, I've been trying to do that and, um, so singing, singing is a good mental health, uh, it's a good coping mechanism for me. And, um, and then just trying to be like, like mindful about, okay, I'm going to do burner state stuff right now. I'm going to do podcast stuff right now. Like I'm trying to like be like, cause I get so distracted. Dude, TikTok is <laughs> like the, the death. It's the death of me, dude. Hey man, I'm seeing it myself now. Like I'm new to this and I'm like. Now I see why people like are on this so much. Like, oh, I used to talk crap with my dad. I'm like, yeah, you're on TikTok again. <laughs> and then now I got on there like, oh, shit. No. Dude. Dude, let us know your username. We'll <laughs> send you shit Dude, all day. We'll make it worse, man. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's bad for us because we just send shit back and forth. And like at some point, some points I'll open it and there'll be like 25 messages. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's all Mike. <laughs> I just go through my, like, I've, it's been so hard. It's been so hard. Like I will, like I'll tell myself like, don't, unless you're posting, unless I'm going to post, don't go fucking TikTok. Cause I'm not, I'll spiral and I'll, I'll go down a rabbit hole or something. And, but, um, but anyway, so yeah, I've been, I feel like I'm, I'm in, I'm in a better spot than I was last week mentally. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to just this coming week, the shows. Um, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but uh, it's my 20-year uh, reunion for school. When is... when is? Uh, it's on Friday. Well, Friday it starts. And so... Oh, so... So uh, we have to make appearances at, <laughs> at the Academy. Yeah, well, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm, did I tell you I'm singing? No? Yeah, I'm when? Singing, I'm singing Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> like, like open mic or like your band no, like they asked me to like sing for like the service because I went to a Christian school. Oh, okay. So oh. they're doing like a they're doing like a vespers, like a yeah. And so they asked me to sing for Friday night, and uh, foolishly, FLSA? yeah. Okay. I don't know where I should ask where it's at. I don't know where it's at. I think it might be in like the. Isn't Friday night usually in the gym? I don't know. Or is that Sunday night? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But uh, I should find that out. That's they usually, week. so they do this like alumni weekend thing where, um, you know, the 
there's the alumni that are hitting milestones mm -hmm. and then there's pictures of everyone like all over the gym and the wall from that have graduated from like the 1970s on basically it's, it's cool but it's like also like well, it, shit. it's also weird yeah. yeah but yeah so uh actually it's funny as we we're saying that my buddy so um i don't know why but as soon as i i heard like they asked me and i said yes like an idiot um <laughs> i was like shoot what i don't need i don't know what song i don't like i feel bad i don't listen to like praise music and stuff like that anymore so like does it have to be a praise song well i mean i wanted it to be something and so i just started to search themes of lord like I, stuff lord i lift your name on high <laughs> the song is called like hey Jesus, it's from the 90s that I <laughs> just look up a sleeping giant song dude yeah. just make it acoustic yeah no dude. they have they have some they and do if actually you think about it yeah, they really do they do i'll play guitar for you we'll start now <laughs> well i hit up my buddy who i went to school with who i'm I was hoping he, I was like I'm guessing he'll be there, and so I just hit him randomly, and I I found a song that uh, I thought worked for everything going on, and so I was just like, hey man, uh, I got asked to sing. Would you want to sing with me? <laughs> like he plays guitar, yeah. And he's like he he's I don't know if I've showed you. He's the one who um he makes like I don't know I don't know I think I see him on Instagram. I don't know if he does it on YouTube or what, but he'll do the thing where he like he'll do a, a cover of a song and he'll do like all the harmonies and like oh yeah like he's insanely talented oh like okay. he should just so he's this. way better than any of us at yes the like he should be doing this alone <laughs> but um anyway so i asked him if he'd be down to, to to do something so i'm actually going to his house tomorrow night and we're gonna jam just kind of come up come up with something it's funny I, he literally just texted me his address right now but anyway so yeah that's so that's my week. I have, I have things to look forward to. So that's always good for me. How about you, man? Mental health check. Where are you at? I'm good, man. Honestly, yeah. it's like, I'm good. I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm always tired. And yeah. that's my fault. Because, <laughs> like, my body is so used to, like, four or five hours of sleep. Yeah. And it's like, either way that I work out or it's whatever it is, that drains me out completely and then I stay up late like you and I get up super early and then <laughs> yeah. wake up and like man I'm supposed to sleep in so much or that and my body's just used to it yeah. <clears throat> but I'm good you know like it's dad life man I love it it's yes, like yeah. I got my kid now and full time no not full time but oh. like compared to before like right, right 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 I had like I went through a lot of crap to get my kid yeah I kind of saw a little bit of it, you know. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I mean, part of being a dad, I'm sure that brings a lot, a majority of, like, your your joy or any, I'm sure that causes some stress, but it's also, I'm sure, a great stress reliever, just being able to hang out with your kid. Um, you mentioned working out. What are some other things that you kind of do to, like, like uh, I guess, either, I guess you either unwind from, like, work or... If like you kind of not having a good day, like what what are some things that you like to do to kind of, I don't know, get you back to, you know, feeling good again? Honestly, like either working out or singing, yeah. like playing shows, like playing shows or like performing or even practicing. Yeah. That's like therapy for me. Yeah. It's like I let it out. It's like I wrote these songs and this is how I felt. And like once I say what I got to say. It's like I let it out, and it's like good. Yeah, man. 
I, I try to like people like you know when they find out you know do music and when they find out what kind of music you know like I do they're like they're like oh like I would have never expect that from you so I'm like dude I've had I've been being able to scream out my thoughts <laughs> yeah since I was like 14 years old and I really do think that's like helped me a lot you know and being able to like you said like we used to practice so much before we were playing shows and then but it's like the best it's the best outlet it's such a great outlet you know so I feel like that's kind of mellowed me out. It's, it's funny because I've I recently had somebody, I think I was at work, had <clears throat> made a comment like about me just like, oh man, you're really calm and you're like really composed under like these stressful situations. And like, you know, like, how do you stay so calm? And I was like, well, <laughs> what you don't know is I basically just play in a heavy band. And uh, I and I can, it, the weird thing is, is because there was a that long period where I walked away like, I could f like physically feel the difference between not having an outlet and having an outlet now. Like right. I can 1000, like I would like find myself like snapping over like the, the littlest shit or like things would piss me off and I'd like fucking go off and mm. this is not that serious, you know? Um, versus now having that outlet, it's like, it's, it's insane. Like it's, it's yeah. completely, di and I didn't realize, and that's the, the song that we did together for this, uh, for the, new EP is like you walked away and it was like, yeah, this was the right thing to do, but then you don't realize how much of it like really affected you. Yeah. You know what I mean? How much it helped. Yeah. <clears throat> so then with your, um, so you have the music, like what, cause, cause I've seen the transformation physically, you know, with working out and shit like that. Like what was it that got you into fucking training and lifting and working out and everything? <laughs> Honestly, like, when me and my baby mom split, it was like, I was, I went through some shit, like it was, it was bad. Yeah. Like I used to, uh, I remember, I'll never forget this, like I was pretty much miserable and depressed that I would buy a 12 pack every day after work and I'd and kill it. And smash the whole 12 pack. And I'd kill it. Yeah. It'll be nights where I'm so tired, I'm still drinking, and my brother walks into my room and he sees a beer right here on me. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So then I was like, man, like, and I was getting fat too, because, you know, calories are like weird shit. <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot I mean, weird. fatter. Like, I'm just husky now. It's a thick boy summer, you know? Yeah. Like, I got some muscle, but less fat. But your your brother too, like, your brother's been training too. With your, I, I don't know if he's as consistent as you are, or yeah. if you guys are doing it together, or like. Well, we used know. to be together, but then now we're like different schedules. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we try to work out as much as possible. Yeah. I do, at least. Yeah. That's good, man. Sick. <clears throat> um, for me, ah, I'm, a little, I'm a little stressed out. I'm a little, so um, I, just, I just paid off. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on something, and I had to pay off a lot of things in that process. So I watched my savings account, especially after today, basically dwindle like from a very nice place where it's never been to like, you know, very close to being empty. Oh, <clears throat> I had to pay like a big tax bill this year. Um, and then, you know, like I, I had to replace the roof earlier this year. So that was like 11 grand and then the tax bill. And then I had to pay off my Harley uh, to <clears throat> basically fixed my income to debt ratios to make sure everything looked good, you know, so I had to just take a big chunk out of that too. So 
um, definitely like I'm not financially hurting, but it definitely hurt my soul to see where the saving account <laughs> was to where it is now. Um, but <clears throat> I guess it's like, it's also kind of like a, it's a blessing because I think like maybe what, 10 years ago or so, like we would, I wouldn't have even had a savings account type deal. So I keep looking at it that way. Like at least you had the money to do this shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there's that. And then, uh, and then yeah, just, I, my voice is also kind of shot because I've been working on, uh, you don't even know the story of this, this torture culture EP has <laughs> been going for so long. This is my, you, this is my, uh, <laughs> this is my like basically third round re-recording vocals, one song left. Um, and then, and then we're going to get the gang vocals done and ship it off, uh, to Kelly to mix it, which Kelly, mm -hmm. Kelly's been very politely going like, Hey, are you done yet? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, soon, dude. Next week, next week. So, but I, just as someone outsider who's got to hear all versions of your songs, like, this is yeah, this is yeah, this is the one. This there, is the takes. There was a lot of like, um, when we first started recording, I was like, I'll just do what I did with Creative Void, right? And then you know that was like, okay, cool. We put out the two the two singles. Um, and it was just like a really, really quick rush job to get it out just so we had something before we played that festival in Northern California, the Northern Alliance mm. Festival. Because we were like, we can't go up there without anybody hearing our songs or at least a couple songs. Um, <clears throat> and then from there, we came back, started working on the on the EP. And then everybody just had like a bunch of shit happen and it, you know, we kind of fell off. And then like start rewriting songs, you know, start changing shit, kind of fine tuning went in to record some shit happened we had to re-record so then from there i took it on and i was re-recording everything at my house um in my little studio <clears throat> and like i recorded like two songs and then i recorded the third song and then like the third song i found like the sweet spot because i'm doing something a little different i found it and i was like oh shit i think this is it and i said it's mike and mike's like fuck yeah dude like this this is it so that we go back re-record the other two songs <laughs> Okay. can't have one sound like this and the other one yeah, sound like they, this. Yeah, because they can't sound like this and this, so that re-recorded those, and then now I'm like, I'm on the last song. But then <clears throat> I like blew out my voice uh, last week, like last Thursday or something like that. And so it's been just recovery since then. So this week, last song, <laughs> last song done. Um, but I'm pretty, pu I'm pretty pumped on it. Like I think it, it just sounds, to the, I even got the Martin stamp of approval. I played it for Martin. Martin was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, cool. We, we, we've mentioned on this show, Martin can yeah. be, he'll, he'll be honest with you, which he'll, is awesome. He'll shit on his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's because he wants his friend. Because mm -hmm. he, he, he believes in us that we can be better. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, like, I, the, he even said to me at one point in time, he's like, is there any way that you could, like, like not sound like you? <laughs> I, I, th I think I heard you say that in a point or other all right. episodes, yeah. So yeah, man, it's, uh, so there's like, and then still all the other stuff kind of like rolling. Um, so hopefully that's just going to pick up pace and then, and get things moving. So, you know, it's a financially I'm, I'm a little bummed, but, um, everything else is starting to fall into place. Pretty cool. So yeah, good, good things it. coming. Yeah. Patience, young bad one. <laughs> <laughs> You got so much patience right now. I'm like a doctor, <laughs> you know, but, 
<laughs> Sorry, rapper lines. My bad. I've never heard that before. <clears throat> so, but yeah, man. Um, gotta make sure my liquid death shirt is showing. Oh, yeah. Make sure you're plugging the liquid death uh, because, uh, once again, sponsor us. <clears throat> so They liked our reel. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the reasons why we have Adrian on the show this week and also, I mean, one, he's the homie and we, we'd been talking to you about getting on the show, but then we figured the timing would be cool, like when we're going to announce, you know, our show coming up. Mm -hmm. So uh, today we, we kind of like we I don't think we was intended to really release uh, announce the flyer. today. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like it was a huge deal. I think the main thing was I was I personally selfishly, I was hoping we could wait till after our show. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. But um, the only reason is because uh, no hard feelings. Right. Mm -hmm. Drop the flyer today. And that's what Adrian was like. So can we? I mean, we might as well. Yeah, it's, like, I mean, it's it's like it's not. Yeah, because my the homies that are they're playing two Shiva. They, he asked me like, "Hey, bro, um, any word on this?" And like, when the flyers gonna be dropping? Like, well, I'll ask. But as far as I know, like, I, I pretty much mentioned him. Like, I'm, I'm going for the podcast and yeah, yeah. Pretty much like announce the, the show. So I'm assuming after that. <clears throat> yeah. And then today happened, and I, was like, <laughs> so, and I, I screenshotted and sent to you, and like, does that mean we gotta go or? Yeah, yeah. I think it was one of those things where once it dropped, because I saw them tag us in it, and then you like text me almost immediately after, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck it. Like we're just we're gonna ride it anyways." Yeah. I don't think it's gonna really affect you guys' show this Wednesday. Nah. Um, you know, so yeah, May sixth, we're doing an IE show, and uh, I'm actually I, I I'm curious I'm curious what it's gonna be like because uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be Burner State. Torture Culture, Harsh Reality, Darsum, uh, Shiva, and then... Um, no Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings. How did I just forget? I just said their name. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it's because they released the flyers. No, <laughs> uh, so, and it's cool. It, the, like, the concept is kind of like, you know, we're mixing up the hardcore bands and the, and the punk bands. Um, and, you know, it's, it's going to be fun, man. Like, I think, I think it's going to yeah. be refreshing, and you know to have an IE show that's not like, you know, as much as I love fucking beatdown music, like yeah, not, you know, it's not all beatdown bands, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not all just like we're gonna come in and just fucking yeah, eighteen yeah. minutes of breakdown, <laughs> like we're gonna come in and you know like just, and who knows the turnout might be shit, it might be awesome, but I feel like it's gonna be fun, nah, like, you know. That Rockefeller's place is cool. Yeah, yeah. Rockefeller for a bar, like yeah, not talking shit on bars or anything, but <laughs> it's it, I'm I've been like. They're trying, man. They they built a stage. Yeah, they built a brand like, new stage. Cool. Um, I've been impressed, really, with like all the shows that I've been to at Rockefellers. Like, yeah. I was just like, yo, the, this is like the vibe is cool over mm -hmm. there. Like, they kind of let you do whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. you know. Um, so I think it's gonna be fun, man. And I think just <clears throat> you know, just having like you know hardcore bands playing, punk rock bands playing, like this is like circle pit city. This is like, you know, if we can pack it out enough, I want to see stage dives. I want fucking high fives. I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, Man, I like, just want people to headbang. You do. I, always, <laughs> I always say that shows like, dude, like if you don't want to march, that's cool, but at least yeah. headbang with me, Amen. have yeah. fun. I don't like, I don't care if you punch somebody in the face. My music. <laughs> I just want you to have a good ass time, yeah. you know, and have fun with us. Like come up and, you know, yeah. like, come to tour guys. It's a, uh, I'm I'm kind of like, kind of like a what, what's the word? I was kind of sad for myself in the sense that like, 
when people would ask like because every now and then people someone would be like hey what's like a good ie band and like i've dropped you guys before but i'm like fuck man i don't really like no i don't i've been out of touch i, mean, I don't i haven't i don't know who's, who, who a lot of the bands are and so it's been cool just going randomly to the shows like i've gone i feel like i've gone twice not even knowing i feel like i've dragged you out to, to random shows <laughs> but um <laughs> but it's been cool you know because i feel like i'm i felt i feel like i'm like getting like reconnected and like the scene i'm like dude this is it's like humbling and embarrassing I'm like dude i'm i have been out of this for like years yeah my own my own backyard you know Same. and Same. so it's been cool to get kind of get back into it and you know i think there's i think there's a lot of a lot of cool cool things happening in the ie and um a lot of places are coming up yeah compared to what we had nothing at all right <clears throat> and you know i don't i'm sure i'm sure at some point there's you know and i'm sure there's in some areas i'm sure there's like politics for certain things whatever but like i i'd like to think that i feel like there's like a lot of uh like a lot of um like support in different in different things at least that's what it feels like um so we'll see we'll see I'm, how i'm wondering too like if there's also you know i maybe it's that some of these bar owners or venue owners like you know we're around back in the day and just realized like hey there's nowhere left for us to play anymore you know like there's nowhere left for you know shows yeah. and you know <clears throat> while it's great for us like it's good for business for them because you it's know win-win yeah mm -hmm. i mean like um you know like we when both of our bands played at crowley's like those were some of the most packed nights that that were at that bar yeah. you know what i mean and we like i love that place we've hung out there yeah, and now we've gone know, back we've gone back like we've gone to you know just play pool like my mm -hmm. and mike who won mike which one that one <laughs> mike did, I, we played six games and i was trying to get off the table i beat everybody and then mike comes in <laughs> i literally beat everybody and mike was like no 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 i don't, don't want to play and i was like come on dude just one game i was like how do you even hold this thing yeah. He's all professional and shit. <laughs> he fucking beat me. <laughs> I was like low-key upset. Um so okay, just kinda I'm okay, so before when I was still in school, I did an internship at a uh I, I was a counselor at a at a at a high school. And the classroom that they gave me, because of like COVID and everything, they they uh they didn't want us in small spaces. Yeah. And so they gave me, which was like like the like the like the, I don't know, the break room, the fun room, whatever it was. It had like a ping pong table, pool table, bean bags, whatever. So it was like the cool, like the hangout spot. Right. And so the way I would get kids to do sessions with me is I just tell them like, Hey, just come hang out. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to talk. Yeah. Like just come hang out with me. But like all the kids that would come, they, they were all down to play pool, which is rad. I don't play pool. Like I didn't, like I don't really play. Now you're Uncle Phil. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like Mike, how do you, you yeah. have anything to say to that? Dude. I beat these kids as ass. <laughs> I was, no. No mercy. Yeah. I like. Sink or swim, boys. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I'm probably too competitive for this. But, um, but like, that's how we play. And like, you know, they, it's, uh, you know, it's hard enough to get people to talk and stuff. And, yeah. and then, you know, the first couple of times were a little, little awkward, but without fail, they'd play. And, you know, as they play, you know, and it is a type of therapy. It's called play therapy, literally. And so, you know, we did, and it wasn't always like anything too, too crazy. It wasn't like a full on session or whatever, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a time to kind of connect with the kids. Yeah. And then I was playing a decent amount of pool and then I felt so good. Like I was like, I'm getting better at pool. And so we went to events. I don't remember this. We went to events like one night 
I think it was like with Martin and Harry and all them. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, dude, I was like, I've been playing. Like I'm, I can hang with you. Like because they play all the time. Like Martin and Mike play all the time. And like they kicked my ass. <laughs> like and I felt like I was like, oh man, maybe I was just like playing against the kids that weren't, <laughs> weren't very good. And um, and so that was that was in the back of my mind when I when we played because I was like I was like I don't want to play. I don't want to. <laughs> He's like, I trained for this. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to play. And he pulls his book out of his back pocket. And <laughs> now you're ready now. Bring out Lucille. Like, you remember events? <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of pulled off the victory. <clears throat> yeah, man. Mike Mike beat me. Um, I smoked everyone at bowling, though. We can talk about that. Nah, no one cares. Did you? <laughs> first, first game I did. First game. First game I did. Then Second game I got beat by one. And it, the, I mean, you can break it down however you want, but I had, I had, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a seven ten splitter thing, but it was a split. It was these two, two pins. And I like, I, it was the, yeah, it was a field goal, field goal. but I got both pins getting the spare, but also getting that, that winning, that winning, uh, yeah, I guess the winning pin. So, so, um, when we got to the bowling alley, it was three of us were there first and Mike notoriously late for everything. Um, <clears throat> you know, Ty and then, uh, his friend Joanna, right. Our friend Joanna. And so, um, we're w- the f- three of us play. Right. And so it was me, um, Andrew and Martin and, you know, we're fucking fancy bowling and shit like that. Right. And then, uh, we didn't realize that, that even though we skipped them, they still had to play their whole game for us to start a new game. So we finished bowling and then we're like, oh fuck, well we just have to wait, right? <clears throat> so Mike shows up and uh, Mike, we're like, okay, well you have 10 frames, you just go. And he's like, like I have to bowl all of them right now? And we're like, yeah, dude. <laughs> so he goes, all right. And he starts bowling and like first, you know, first couple frames, kind of whatever. And then this motherfucker, five strikes in a row. He's just like, he's, he's just getting after it. Was I was like, a loosey-goosey what's first. happening? Because the, 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 the reps, dude, the reps. And then after that, his bicep got dude, sore. And then I got tired, <laughs> dude. I got like. Started cramping on your yeah. back. Dude, by like my sixth frame, my arm was like, not starting to hurt. It hurt. My arm was like, he would, <laughs> he would walk away from each each one. Like, <sighs> it was. Yeah. I believe you, man. I've, been, I've gone bowling recently. Yeah, like with my kid, and I was like, "Man, I, for, I forgot." I told her, "Like, I forgot how fun bowling is. Yeah, bowling is really fun." But dude, it's really we should go. Sometimes. Let's go, dude. Let's do it. Man. Let's join a league. <laughs> <laughs> Start our own team. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to buy shoes. Was that, was the, that movie with the bowlers? Kingpin. Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love that movie. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, so Mike, uh, Mike, Mike's, Mike's outrageously good at sports that don't require much effort. What about golf? Mm. Nope. No. <laughs> Better than me though. I felt like I was really starting to like, like get consistent, and then we stopped. We had a stretch where we were like really into going to the driving range. Like yeah. We'd go once a, once or twice a week, and then um, we're getting Williams out. Yeah, we get Williams out pre pre child before he had his kid. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, and I don't know what happened. A job, dude. Oh, yeah, you started working that weird, those weird hours. Weird hours. I just don't want to do anything. And then after the job, we just never went back to it because we just fell out of swing. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But Top Golf is is now open, so we can we should do that. Dude, let's go. I'm in. You golf? I heard about it, but <laughs> I played miniature golf. I'm good at that. Have you ever been in the driving range? 
Nah. Dude, we should go to Top Golf. Top Golf's fun, man. It's fun. Because really? even if you're real bad, um, it, it keeps track of like where the ball's going and like how like you get points and stuff. It's so like you can just Disney. make it probably, a game. I'll probably bust a happy Gilmore. Yeah. Dude, go dude totally. Top Golf is like literally what changed it for yeah. all of us. It like yeah. got us all into it. Like we were out in Arizona and uh and Top Golf just became like like we went out there and we're like, oh this is this is fucking really fun. This is fun. <laughs> Like like three weeks later, I'm like buying golf clubs. He's getting golf yeah, clubs. Shoes. Yeah, we, we got, got professional. We got Nikes and shit. <laughs> yeah, like golf Nikes stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's fun. It's it's uh, it's definitely like it's really it's like so frustrating, and it's like really at least for myself. I, it's like a real good like um like an ego check because I like when you like when you miss. A ball that's just sitting there, like it's kind of embarrassing. It's embarrassing, dude. Like, I, I or get, you, you like smoke the ground in front of it. Dude, remember, dude, my, remember my, my. Uh, yeah, he, he got injured. I got like hurt. I, got, I don't know. Some, what I had was my thumb. I something, something got messed up because I hit the ground so hard. But um, it's fun. But it's also like it's also in like a nice. It like causes stress, but it also relieves it too because you're really like focusing so much on just hitting this damn ball. That's like not moving. And then once you get like all of it, like we're like sending videos to each other about like technique and mechanics and all <laughs> stuff. And so you're like, you're always thinking about like, you know, all okay, okay, am I doing this? And so, and like, we all suck together. So like, if you jump in now, dude, we're like not that far ahead. We're probably, we're actually probably back to like starting again. Yeah. We're probably back at square one. It's all ego, dude. Yeah. Like our first day at top golf, our, it was just like, hit it as hard as you fucking can and see how far it'll go. And then afterwards you're like, Oh, there's like a technique to this. Like, there's a way to do this, you know? Um, yeah, dude, we should go, we should go to top golf. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I've heard it's like crazy packed though. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, so I do. I actually do have one question, which uh, could actually apply. Um, so this is actually a question that Renee shot out to us last week, and we totally missed it. Uh, um, so sorry, Renee, intern Renee. I actually just saw <clears throat> Renee. Did you? Yeah, she gave me the she gave me the rundown on her last. Oh, her last day. Yeah. okay. I, you know what? I don't know what happened, Renee, but props to you for just. Calling it a day. Yeah, you know it's just time. It's time. It's time. Um, all right, so she said, uh, hi, I'm going to try and ramble less today because apparently she didn't realize I would read out her whole question. Last <laughs> time. Um, but she said, um, if someone has a child, they're worried is suffering from depression or anxiety, what would you suggest that they look for? Like what types of symptoms? <clears throat> and then does depression and anxiety look different in kids than it does in adults? Mm -hmm. And I feel like this only this would apply more only because we actually have a dad here that could talk about this because we wouldn't be able to answer dad questions, yeah. you know. Uh, so the questions, once again, um, if there's and I can actually kind of attest to this a little bit, too. If there's somebody uh, who's worried that a child is suffering from depression, and anxiety, what symptoms do you look for? And then does that depression and anxiety look different in kids than it does in adults? Um, so I actually just recently, I, I went back to my old office, um, just shooting the shit with everybody. Like, and one of my own coworkers was telling me about a, an issue that she had with her kid, um, to where, you know, I won't name any names, but I guess he, he had, 
you know, she had gotten a call from the school counselor saying that, like, you know, he was telling people that he was, you know, um, he that he killed people when nobody was looking. Um, and then she was also saying that he would, like, try and take, like, pencils and stuff and, like, like basically try and cut himself, essentially. Mm. Um, and, you know, like, in, in scenarios like that, obviously that's that's one of the biggest red flags, you know, saying, like, okay, you know, he needs some sort of therapy. He needs to talk to somebody. He needs to speak to somebody. And, I mean, like like I said, I'm not, like we always said, I'm not licensed. I don't, like, I'm the, I'm the just the guy on the street, you know, here. <laughs> um, but I told her, I was like, you know, I think, one, you, I think he really needs to talk to a therapist and he needs to see somebody about this because, um, you know, there might be some things that, that you're missing. And she's like, well, every, every therapist that he's gone to, he just lies to them. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then I was asking her about like what kind of therapist and she's, he's, what kind of therapist he's seeing. And she said that he's always, um, she always takes him to like female therapists. Right. And I was like, well, maybe switch it up. Maybe a little boy talking to another mm -hmm. boy or like a male perspective, you know, somebody that like remembers what it's like to be a boy and remembers right. being there and going through that might help, you know, like maybe there's something there that, you know, they can relate to on a different level than just like a, you know, going to somebody who he looks like is, you know, trying to give him mom advice and it's not his mom. Right. Um, <clears throat> What's the, uh, do you know how old? Was, so or? he is, I don't know exactly how old he is. I want to say probably 10 or 11 ish around that age, uh, that range. Um, and I do think that he is on the spectrum, which could play into things as well too. Um, <clears throat> you know, and then, so the, like the, obviously that's one of the most blunt warning signs like if he's having these issues right away but mm -hmm. you know if you're looking at um if you're trying to catch this beforehand like what are those things that you look for what are the signs of that um or are there signs for for you know, young like, kids is i mean just for myself i just honestly i haven't really done much for like young kids mm -hmm. as far as that um kind of like the like the blanket like signs to look for and this is most, it's mostly for like adults or teens or whatever, but, um, just really common ones are like, you know, oversleeping can be one. Yeah. You know, uh, withdrawing from like, uh, like, you know, if there were, you know, there's little things like they like stay in the room now more, more than they used to, you know, if they didn't do that before. Uh, another kind of just like standard thing is uh loss of, uh, what is it? Loss of interest. And things that they used to find like joy in or things that, or activities they used to like to do, they're like now withdrawn from it or now they don't want to do, they don't want to do that. Um, but I don't know. I think it's kind of difficult for like, especially like young kids like that. Cause it's like, well, what if they're just like, you know, they're, you know, growing or yeah, changing. Is it boys being boys or is uh, it? Well, I mean the killing thing, <laughs> that yeah. might be. Too many video games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean. Cause honestly like video games is like a big, I mean. Again, I'm not no professional or anything, but mm -hmm. I see a lot of video games and I'm like, I see the kids playing. I'm like, man, you you playing that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember when like Mortal Kombat was like kind of a gnarly game growing up. You know, oh, Mister, I had the Mortal Kombat theme on two sides of a cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Fucking right, I did. <laughs> Dude. Again, yeah, one I, of the TikToks. <laughs> you, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> making the theme song. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I kind of told her, I was like, look, like, whether he's like truly struggling with something or or this is just to get your attention, either way, it needs it kind of needs to be addressed, right? Yeah. Like, it, it needs to be. Yeah, it about. doesn't hurt to go, you know, see someone, kind of see what it's about. Because it could be, it could be him just, you know, being, you know, an, an attention thing, but that's, that's something you kind of want to. Yeah. You have to take it serious either way. Yeah. Like if it's attention, then we have to address the needs and figure out why they're looking for attention. Um, you know, so you don't, you don't have to get all, you don't have to get too into it, but like, um, like, I guess I don't want to, I, maybe I don't want to go into that. I was going to say like, uh, like behaviors, I guess that would, that would stand out to you, but I don't, I don't think that's like a, I guess, I guess a better way to word it would be like, um, have there been times or have there been situations where you've noticed like a change in behavior and, and you're like, okay, this is something that needs to be. Well, all the time that's, that was, I was going to mention that like, I'm very like communicated with my kid. Yeah. I'll be like. You can tell me whatever you need to say. I yeah. am here to protect you. Right, right. You know, if someone never touches you or anything that they're not supposed to be doing and you're afraid. I need to know. I need to know. Yeah. Absolutely. And my kid would be like, why? I'll handle it. Yeah. I'll yeah. make sure that nobody ever does that or like nobody mm-hmm. does, thinks about doing anything like that. Because mm-hmm. dad had a shaved head once. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. <man. laughs> like, <clears throat> but like, I communicate a lot with her. Like yeah. there's times where she like she'll be like quiet, and I'll be like, "What's wrong?" Yeah, and was like, "Talk to me." And I show you the time like school. She was like, "This kills me." Means to me like, "Okay, what happened?" Yeah, because the way you think is completely different. Yeah, absolutely. so you might take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And long story short, this kid is like new and shy, mm-hmm. and I'm like. She doesn't hate you. She's looking for a friend. She just, yeah. well, like, first, like, she's not, she's not comfortable yet to, like, reach out and make friends yet. Right. So you, if you want to be her friend, be patient. Yeah. Be patient, you know, reach out and show her that, like, hey, I want to be your friend. Like, and if she says no, like, that's okay. Yeah. You know, just give her space. Give it time. You want to do it again the next day? Go for it. Yeah. Now she's, like, best friends with her. Dude. Papa Adrian, yeah. dude. Look at hey, man. <laughs> Straight <laughs> dead mode. <clears throat> That's I'm, but yeah, that 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 does make sense though, because I, I mean, like I remember being a new kid every year, and always just being like, I, "How how do you even make friends? What what is friends? What do you do here? Like, what's the scenario? You know what I mean?" Um, but I I I, I really like that you have like that um, like super open connection. Oh. You know what I mean? Like with your yeah. daughter, like that. That's that's it's so it's so beneficial to everybody you know like especially as she gets older and she's comfortable with that yeah like fuck there's gonna be some things that piss my dad off but it's better to to just say it than it is to like try and hide it or try and you know keep it inside you know things like that and that's i think that's gonna be really good yeah it's like i always tell her like in life you make mistakes yeah are they bad yes does that make you a bad person no it happens now, if you stay on the same cycle and keep doing it, yeah, then you're doing it on purpose. Right. So right. if you want to be a better person, make it happen. Dude, 
The words of wisdom, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Papa Adrian. It's like Papa Adrian and That's Batman. Like a lot of things about the best dad ever to my kid. Yeah, dude. I love that. Dude, it's raising a kid. Like, I, I will hands down, like, fathers, mothers, and adopted parents, anybody, even just like mentors, like stepping in and, and, and being a part of somebody's life, you know, like, and, and, essentially like you're responsible for her, you know, like you're responsible for this person. You're responsible for this life. And so many people walk away from that. So many people are just like, I, I, I can't do this, you know, and then they're just done. So whenever I see somebody that's like stepping up or, or that's like trying to, you know, like none of us have this shit figured out, but you know, mm -hmm. you're going in and you're like, yeah, I can, I, I'm going to do the best that I can. Like I'm going to raise you as best as I can, you know, it's a learning process to be honest and you always learn new things yeah like you can be that you can be like used to your like your schedule or your routine but you always learn new things yeah like i always tell my kids like sometimes I, I, i'm not gonna lie i tear up yeah like she does something and i'll tear up and i'm like that's my kid dude and she'll be like what's wrong dan like i'm just proud of you baby that's like sick. i'm just proud of you She's like what do you mean it's like you're doing something like showing me something new, you know, and like I'm also learning from you. Yeah. So. That's sick, man. It's fun, man. Like, it it's hard. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. That's why, like, I talked to Daniel and I was like, I was like, dude, I'm fucking stoked. You have a kid. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's we we're talking, we're talking, and I'm like, bro, it's fun. It's gonna get more fun. It'll yeah. be hard, you know, but that that's life. Dude, especially with Daniel, man, I, I was um, I was texting a friend of mine. <clears throat> you know, she was like, you know, oh, what are you guys up to? And I'm like, oh, I'm just hanging out with the boys. They're in town, whatever. And then I was like, it's so trippy to see Daniel in dad mode. Yeah, right. Like he would he would like have these like he we him and I would be talking about shit, and he'd just go like, "Fuck, man, like I miss my kid." <laughs> like just and I'm like, I get it. Dude. Or or like he we'd all be hanging out, and he'd just walk away, and you know he's FaceTiming you know, with his baby. And I'm like, dude, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Forget the rest of us. Like that's, that's what's important, you know? So, and that's, it's, it's wild, man. That's like I said, it's cool to see people that we know, like, you know, mm -hmm. becoming parents, becoming fathers. Like, I mean, you remember Austin played in creative void. Yeah. When that dude became a dad, I was like, what is going to happen to these kids? <laughs> like, you know, but then like turns, he's like, one of the best dads like I've ever, I've ever seen, you know? Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a life changing experience, man. It's, it is. Sick. It's like the, <clears throat> I was thinking about this, like, you know, how like, you, at least for me, I've had like a set idea of what like, you know, grandparents are like, and then I'm like stepping back and I'm like, well, my, I guess my parents are, my parents are different because obviously my parents are grandparents, but it's like, you know, they, the stuff that my grandma and grandpa were into, you know, their thoughts on certain things are so much different from my mom. Like my mom, like she cannot wait to take my nieces. Like she did, she takes some shopping, but like, yeah. like that whole thing, like my mom is going to be all about that. Even in, until she like can't walk. You know what oh, I mean? Dude, it's the second that you have a child, this is going to be the most spoiled. I've been, <laughs> uh, no, keeping wing. Like I always, always tell Mike, like, dude. so when you have a kid, man, just, just knock someone. I think dude, you're going to have a kid before me. <laughs> and, dude, my mom, she'll like, <laughs> She'll be like, you know, I better have it soon while you're like, like you're, you're, and I are like mobile. 
thought we actually do like help you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you don't understand, mom. Not that. It's not that easy, mom. And okay. So the, the second half of this question, um, you know, then we could call it after this. Does depression and anxiety look different in kids than it does in adults? And I, to me personally, I think it does. Because I think as adults, we've learned how to mask it, manage yeah. it hide it, yeah, yeah, or so. to manage it. With kids, it's still so new. Um, <clears throat> like for adults, especially like I know for me, when I get into those like low places, I get funnier and I get I tell more jokes and I start like I'm I'm over the top with shit. You know, just every effort to like try and you're masking mask it, it so yeah. that nobody knows what I'm going through. You know, but kids don't have a concept of that, or most kids don't have a concept of that. Um, you know, so I think it definitely is different in that way. So something I think is that I've seen uh, my my sister-in-law and my my brother use is uh, they've been really good at like getting my nieces to kind of like talk out how they feel or like ex like explain explain what things. Yeah, and you know, and I think it's like when kind of what you're doing too, like just talking, like be like, tell me what it, you know. And I think that's so good because even you know even you know, kids don't know you know they can't express themselves the best way, but you know this it's it's there you know and i'm one of the things that my niece said i still i'll say it now too just because i thought it was so funny my brother we were, it was like during christmas we'd gone out and like we got a bunch of candy for my nieces and stuff and so my niece they just finished eating like ice cream and like caramel apple or something stupid so like my niece is like can i have this candy over and my brother's like no you can have it he's like you can have it tomorrow and my niece was like not having it. She's like, no, like, you know, but, Which we, one? but we just got it. Maddie. Okay. Older one. And so she's like, she's like, obviously she's like upset and stuff. <laughs> so she's like, I'm sad at you, dad. <laughs> 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 and I remember hearing that. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I, totally, I mean, yeah. it's such a funny way to put it, but it's like, that's how she feels. She's yeah, like, that's fair. You know, or she like, it's just interesting. Cause like, it's so different from like, you know, uh, how I, you know, I was raised, my brother and I were raised. I never heard my brother talk about feelings or when you're upset, you know, it's just like, okay, you just go to your room or you go outside or you throw, throw something or you, you know, and like with my, hearing them, like they're just, they're, they're like, you know, my neat and my uh, sister-in-law is so good at like, like, oh, like what, like, why are you upset? Or like, what, you know, and they, and they, they're talking it out. And I think that's gonna be so valuable as I get older, you know, cause then, I think, you know, I, I try to tell this even now with like, you know, adults, friends, like, you know, get, the better you get at identifying, like, this is how I feel when I'm like, I feel good around, like, this is how I feel, you know, or then, you know, if you find yourself in a moment where you're like upset at something or you're stressed or, or you're anxious or you're scared, whatever it is, like, if you can identify what you're like, how you feel physically and then like what's going through your head, like, it'll be easier to to um to know when you're in those emotions and like finding ways out of that so i don't know all i'd say is I, th I think it's cool that like getting kids to talk at a young age and get them to express themselves i think that's i don't know i think that's like one of the best things to do when they're young and also play therapy getting them to play games that's like you know whatever it is or coloring whatever it is and you can talk to them like that that's usually a good way to get that them to bonding communication in a way hmm. yeah Sick. Well, <clears throat> anything else? Anything else you want to 
want to talk about? Uh, May 6th. Yeah, so um, May 6th, uh, I just realized because my phone's been going off as we were doing this podcast, we didn't put the time on the flyer. Um, Is there? uh, I don't think it is. Is it? It says 8 p.m. Does it? Let's see. Maybe I'm I'm tripping because I just had people asking me. The first flyer had 8 p.m. Oh, the one. I think this one doesn't. Oh. So, yeah, 8 p.m. <clears throat> so, Friday, May 6th, uh, once again, um, Burner State, Torture Culture, Harsh Reality, Darsum, uh, Shiva, No Hard Feelings. It's going to be a fun show uh, um, over at Rockefeller's in Corona, um, 21 and up, but it's free. Free. Zero dollars. Uh, so, it's going to be a good-ass time. We're going to have a lot of fun. A beer? Yeah. You can have a beer. You can have a, a giant mug of Kona Big Wave. You guys can see firsthand Mike's experience is holding a giant mug that hurts his bicep the next day. I won't at that show. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> Maybe after. My microphone will be too heavy to carry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a good time. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun time, man. Damn. Dude. Adrian, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you. Man. Cool, I'm, dude. Yeah, it's weird. Not weird. It's cool hearing you talk like about you know your kid and and uh, yeah, man, that you're it, like you're like you. It's so easy to like even when you're talking about like you know when she was quiet or sad. It's so easy for anyone just to be like they'll figure it out or like yeah. you know oh they'll come to me. It's cool that you you know you'll you see it and you, and you speak. I reach to it. out, man. It's all. I tell people all the time, like, communication is key, whether you're a kid, adult, yeah. like, that's where yeah. it's at, because if you don't have that, then it's going to get worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's... But thank you for having me, man. Let's Dude, fun. yeah, well, first off, we got to go bowling, and then we got to play some pool, and then, you know, we got to hang out. Let's hang out outside of this show. We got conversations outside of the microphones. <laughs> We're going to join a league. Even though Mike doesn't want to talk to me now outside of the show because he wants to save reactions for the show. It's <laughs> getting to that point. <laughs> I was just one. I didn't even talk about it. So we didn't even talk about Medieval Times. I went to Medieval Times. That's why there's a sword there. I straight up asked him if it was a Filipino thing. <laughs> 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 it's East, for anyone who's seen this, it, Easter was last weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, kind of talking about plans, and Mike was like, uh, "I'm going to medieval. I'm going to medieval times." <laughs> but the way you said it, it sounded like it sounded casual. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was like. Is that like a Filipino thing? Is that like a tradition you guys do? And you're like, no, nah, my cousin wanted to do it. Do, do what was weird is uh, I, you know, I wasn't for some reason in my head. I'm thinking like medieval times, like it's. It's been the same show for like 68 years, you know, like nothing's changed. And I was like, it's going to be Easter Sunday. Like, there's no way. And it was packed. Like, well, I got there and I had to wait in line, standing in line. And I was like texting my family, like, where are you guys at? Of course, all <laughs> on Filipino time. So like, I get there first and I'm just waiting. And then uh, they all start, oh, bye, you know. Bye. Yeah, and they all start to show up, and then you know we get inside. And was it reservation, or did you have to? Come it was in? reservation. Like oh, my yeah. aunt had bought tickets, um, so it was it was me, Philip, my cousin, uh, my aunt, Nathan, his girlfriend, uh, his girlfriend's sister, his girlfriend's brother, uh, Ben, and then one of their friends. So uh, it was just all of us, and 
for some reason they sat us in the yellow uh, <laughs> side. You know, I don't know if that was an Asian thing or not, but uh, <laughs> so we got put on the uh, on the on yellow squad. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Philip and I were like, oh, like we have to do this right. Right. So we go up to the bar and we order drinks and we were like, of course we're going to get novelty cups. So we got horns. Like you got to drink out of a horn and they give you a stand so you can just like put the oh. horn on the table because there's no other way to set it down. <laughs> so we got two drinks in horns and I, I go to like, you know, oh, I got the first round. I go to pay for it. And they're like, this will be $78. And I was like, horns and then um he was like i'll get the next couple rounds after that i was like all right cool um i wonder if they do that to keep it from getting too crazy in there probably they give you a crown when you walk in they give you a crown crown. you can buy a helmet afterwards two horns yeah yeah and then they had like i bought i bought that sword i bought my cousin a sword (laughs) Uh, i was like 26 (laughs) dollars but i had already waited in line and i got to the area front and i was like how much so the first sword i was looking at was like all huge i was like how much is that they're like 68 dollars i was like oh how much is that one they're like that one's 48 and i was like how much is that hammer they're like 38 and i go what about the little guy over there? They're like, those are 26. And I was like, Sick. Ah, take it. I'll take that. And I was like, give me two of them. I'll buy my cousin one for his birthday. So, you know, we got two swords. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, it was interesting, uh, you know. And then the food is kind of whatever. But you could tell that the the wench that was serving the food was a little unhappy to be there. She's like, just black, here's your bread. Black, here's your bread. She was playing character. Why am I working today? Yeah. She's like, happy Easter, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, all right, but yeah, it was fun, man. It was, it was, it was definitely an experience. I want to do pirates next. Okay, I was gonna say, would you do it again? Or would you, would you want to go see pirates? I would want. Okay, I'll go to medieval times again if I'm with like a sick group of people. Like we get all our homies to go. We pregame it before we go, and then you know we're like kind of rowdy and drunk when we get there because you could cheer. Like it was we, cool. It was fun. Like like we Philip and I got into it. Like <laughs> at one point, and it's like the acting is so bad, right? So like. They're jousting, right? So they'll joust, and then you'll hear the lances hit. And then the dude on the horse, it's like there's a delayed reaction. He'll go, do-do-do-do. Ah! And then he'll like, <laughs> fall off his horse. And, like, I can't tell if it's intentionally bad or if that's just the way that they act it out. Retake. Yeah, and then he'll go flying. And then, like, of course, the, like they'll get to the point where they're sword fighting. Yeah. And you hear, like, somebody, somebody on the sideline is doing, like, the clanking of the, the, the <laughs> shield and stuff. And then, like, it'll be, like, like you could tell it's choreographed, but they kind of phone it in. Mm-hmm. So, like, a dude will swing his sword, but before it even gets to him, the other dude's already rolling like he got hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's, like, it's... Use the force. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> Basically, <fun>. it sounds <laughs> awesome. It's, like, it's, it would be, like I said, it would be great. You have great. to be drunk. It sounds like you have to yeah, be drunk. Yeah, you have to be drunk. You have to be with, like, a big group of friends <laughs> that are all willing to get hype and cheer on your night, Sick. you know? Okay. Um, but yeah, like I'd go back, but I, I definitely want to check out pirates because they're like, yeah, it's, there's water in the middle and they're on boats. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's do that too. I've been on Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. Yeah. Is it something like that? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a show and they like swing into the crowd and stuff like that off of oh, the shit. boats into the crowd. So sold. And then, uh, the knights, the knights had like, you know, they hand out roses to the ladies and. And our night walks, you know, comes around to our section and Philip stands up. He's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't throw her us. <laughs> I was disappointed for him. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I, I think it would be sick if we got like a like a 
dope group of people to go and just like have a good time and have fun. Sick. I'm down. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Well, uh, episode 22 in the books. Uh, thanks, Liquid Death. <laughs> Modelo, if you see and this. Ma- and Modelo, if you see this. Um, let's, let's, let's get after it. Love you guys. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Follow us on, <laughs> follow us on <laughs> social media. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, at Walking Blind Pod, pretty much on everything. Everything. Instagram, TikTok. See Mike sing things. Follow, like, subscribe. Yeah. Share. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.